Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, showcasing alumni of Iowa State University and Cyclones Everywhere, making communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Good afternoon and welcome to a special edition of Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. For the last 24 years, Carol Gieske has served as the editor of Visions, the alumni magazine of Iowa State University. In her time with the Alumni Association, she has produced 97 issues of the magazine, telling stories of hundreds of Iowa State alums and cyclones everywhere. Literally everywhere, Carol has traveled to all 50 states to interview Iowa Staters. And today is her last day with us here at the Alumni Association. So we thought we'd invite her on to share some of her favorite memories working on Visions over the years. Carol, thanks so much for being here and talking with us today. Thank you. Well, we kind of joked before this that you didn't go to Iowa State, but you're kind of an honorary alum after all the uh, Iowa Staters that you've interviewed over the years. I have, I do feel like an alum. I've been yeah. here for 24 years. Um, my husband works for Iowa State. My daughter graduated from Iowa State, so I definitely feel like a cyclone. Yeah, what will you remember most about your 24 years here writing for Visions Magazine? Oh, it just has to be all the great people that I've met. Um, I have just been so lucky to meet alumni, like you said, in all 50 states, um, going to their homes, going to their offices, uh, spending full days with them, uh, meeting with groups of alumni. Um, it, it just has been um, j just a real gift to be able to tell their stories. Yeah. The first issue you wrote was in 1997, I know. You're telling me it was about the history of Pamel Court, which was built after World War II to house the influx of students coming into Iowa State. What was it kind of about that story that kind of piqued your interest in learning about the history of Iowa State? Well, the thing about some of the history stories that we've done, and Pamela Court was a, was a great one, it's a point that alumni can come together because they have all these shared memories. So Pamela Court was built in the 40s, but students were still living there in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. It was a low-cost housing option for students, um, most who were married and were starting their own families. And so the memories that our alumni made in Pamela Court um, are, are really extraordinary, and they love to talk about that. And so when I've you know, met with alumni um, for lots of different stories, they like to talk about where they lived. Maybe it was a fraternity house, a sorority house, um, or the residence halls. Um, maybe it was a room in a, in a house somewhere in, uh, in Ames. But it was really, it's really such a meaningful part of your college experience where you live. Um, and so that was kind of the beginning of sort of that acknowledgement that history is really important to Iowa State alumni. And so we ended up doing a lot of historical pieces in the magazine to sort of capture that interest. It is kind of fun when you talk with alums that really they talk about, yes, where they live, but also the buildings on campus. So that kind of, that's kind of the tie that bonds us all together, right? Is we've all gone through a lot of the same buildings over the years and have those shared experiences. But you've interviewed thousands of Iowa State alums all over the country around the world, I know. Um, is there something that you hear regularly, regularly from alums that is kind of a, a shared experience that they've had or something that you hear commonly from Iowa Staters about their times here? Well, one of the things that I've been pleasantly surprised by is how positive their experience was. Whether they were here in the 1990s, whether they were here in the 50s, whether they just graduated, they all say just wonderful things about their experience at Iowa State. Um, 
I cannot think of anyone that I've ever asked to do a story for the magazine who turned me down because they didn't have a great experience here. And some of these are cold calls. Some of these are, are people that, um, that I found out about and I called them up. I did have uh, one man hung, hang up on me because he thought that I was calling him for money, but I was diligent. I called him back and I said, no, 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 no. I want to do a story about you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, we can do that. <laughs> Just um, as I was looking at all of the visions you've done, the 97 issues, there's so much diversity too in the stories you've told, right? I mean, from male to female, from uh, you know, lots of different majors. Um, you really have been able to tell a lot of diverse stories, right? And that's one of the fun things I think about the magazine. We haven't been um, the kind of magazine that only tells stories about um, you know the top one percent, the CEOs, the bank presidents, um, the famous alumni. We've told stories about every kind of alum that you can imagine, um, from math teachers to uh, people just raising their kids to uh, being involved in their communities, um, and, and, and that top 1% as well. I mean, we have some very, very successful alumni, and it's really fun to meet them and find out that, you know, maybe they were their f the first ones in their family to come to college, and they came to Iowa State, and then they've become incredibly successful. And so those are fun stories to tell. Um, but you're right, it's been uh, a, a great diversity of the kinds of people, you know, in, in all walks of life, everything from, from farming to education to the arts to the sciences um, and, you know, just everything in between. Well, in being here for 24 years, you've been able to see students and see where they've been able to go in their lives too. That's gotta be kind of a cool feeling. And I'm sure there's stories you've told of students that started here as you know undergrads and then went on to do really great things. Right, absolutely. I was just um, telling Kate Tyndall the other day that a story that she had done about an alum who was doing beekeeping, I said, oh, we did a story about a beekeeper who was a student and I looked back and it was the same person. So that was kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Well, we talked about how you've literally told stories of cyclones everywhere. You and photographer Jim Heemstra embarked on a 50 state adventure on a project titled Visions Across America, which I'm holding here in my hand, um, a really nice publication that you guys worked on for a number of years. What was that experience like? Well, that was a heck of an experience. That was when we, we literally went to all 50 states. Uh, we traveled for 22 months, um, met with, with alumni. Uh, we ended up with about 115 stories. Um, one from each state plus a lot of extras. Uh, met with, with alumni that were just incredibly welcoming and wonderful and allowed us to tag along with them um, and learn about their, their life and spend a day with them sometimes. Um, and so, I mean, it was, just, it was just a really incredible experience. And again, every one of them that I called to see if I could you know, come and do a story on them, every, every single person said yes. And everyone had had a great experience at Iowa State. Um, so it was just a, it was a great experience the you know the 22 months of travel and then putting that issue together and um, it was just a pretty amazing experience. Was there one maybe alum that you interviewed that really stood out to you as a, a highlight from this issue? Oh, there were so many, yeah. but I'll I'll just tell you about one person because she she sticks in my mind. Her name's Ann Burkhart. And um, so she's an older grad. She's living in the Twin Cities. She was one of the, the authors of um, Betty Crocker cookbooks. 
and she's in her 80s, and we set up this, this uh, interview and photo shoot with her, and we got to her place, and she had a plate of cookies out for us, but they were store-bought. And she said, I don't have time to bake anymore. She's too busy. She's in her 80s, and she's too busy to cook, which I think is hysterical. And she was such a sweet person, and she signed a cookbook for me and gave mm -hmm. it to me, and we still keep in touch every once in a while. That's great. I love that story. I know that you've seen over the years the importance of the magazine connecting Cyclones Everywhere back to campus here in Ames and with each other. I know the, the magazine does a great job of connecting you know, long lost uh, classmates with each other and telling those stories as well. Why has bridging this connection through visions been so important to you all these years? Well, I think that, that there are a lot of ways that we connect with alumni, but having the magazine delivered to your house is a really sort of an intimate experience. Um, you don't have to get on your computer. You don't have to um, type in a URL. You don't have to be proactive. It just sort of drops into your mailbox, and you're able to experience it and interact with it in a really tactile way. Um, we've been just blessed with great stories to tell, great photos, beautiful design, and I think that alumni over the years have really come to expect that and appreciate that, that you know, this magazine will connect them back to Iowa State. They'll learn something probably that they didn't know. They'll learn something about some alumni that they probably didn't know. And, and you know, happily, sometimes they do know these people and that's you know, a really thrilling thing. And they'll reach out to them. And I, I'm told over and over, uh, people that I've done stories on, how many people contacted them, got in touch with them afterwards. Uh, that they hadn't heard from for years. Yeah, for sure. Well, so much has changed, I'm sure, in the 24 years, years that you've written Visions. Um, technology, obviously, one of those things. When you, when you started, I'm sure Visions was not online, right? Correct. <laughs> so, um, like you said, ha being able to receive a, a physical copy of that magazine is something that stayed true, even since Visions started before you. Right. That's, that's got to be a really special thing. I know we have the, all the copies hanging uh, here at the Alumni Center for people to see, but it really is kind of a special thing that you're able to have a physical copy of the magazine delivered to your door for our members, right? Right, yeah, so I think that really adds value to yeah. their Alumni Association membership. What have you enjoyed most about writing provisions? It's the people that I've met. I mean, it really has been just an extraordinary experience to meet all these people and just to be able to work with the, the talented people um, that I have been able to work with on the magazine, the designers, the photographers, the writers, um, the printers. I mean, it really has been um, just a real gift. You told uh, the story about the, the Betty Crocker uh, alum. Uh, any other fun stories that you want to share uh, from your years of writing visions, anything that I know you were telling me about an alum that lives in Alaska that was kind of a fun story. Oh, we ha I, I've met several people in Alaska. The, I think the one that I was telling you about was a couple that actually had, had uh, met at Iowa State, got married, and immediately moved to Alaska to teach because um, they were desperate for teachers um, in, in rural Alaska, and so they were able to go up there and make you know, a great deal of money compared to what they would make if they taught here in Iowa. And, but they had such experiences living in these very remote rural villages um, with no running water, no electricity, um, and I spent two days talking to them, and I had tapes, like so many tapes to transcribe when I got back but just to listen to their voices and hear their stories, um, they were really extraordinary. Yeah, and I know um, in each Visions you would have a letter at the very beginning, um, at the beginning of the issue. 
Um, what would you like to say to the people that have read Visions and the time that you've been here? What would you like to say to them? Well, I appreciate them reading to start with, to allow us to bring Visions into their home, to listen to my voice, um, because you know my voice was fairly loud in some of the issues, um, although we did have quite a few other writers. Um, and just to be supportive, um, I have had so many people over the years see a name tag that I have on, um, at, a, at a, an event and say, oh, your visions. They just, they see my name and they say, your visions. And they say, oh, I love your magazine. I love to, I love to read that. And so, I mean, that's really, that's, that's really very heartwarming. Well, I know we will miss you so much here and I know our readers will as well. And we just want to thank you so much for your years of service and everything you've done for the Alumni Association. Well, thank you. Thanks, Carol. Thanks. This series is made possible by members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org.